You're listening to a very moody sports show with Daniel Moody and Zach Will. On today's show, Zion is injured and the Pelicans didn't say anything? Wisconsin loses in Champaign? And Rogers, he's back. Welcome in, guys. I'm Daniel Moody. This is Zach Whittington. And this is a very moody sports show. We got a fun uh, segment, a fun show set up here for y'all today. Uh, really excited. Episode 14, isn't it, Zach? Yeah. But who's counting, right? Who's counting? Uh, when we're having fun. It's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Um, guys, we got, some, uh, we got an update on the Triumph. They did play in the championship game. We got some NBA news coming in. Uh, obviously, we'll run through the NFL and college football weeks and just uh, give you all an update on everything there. Um, so, Zach, we'll start on the Triumph. And it is, with a heavy heart, I do say that Triumph lost 1-0 to North Texas uh, SC uh, this past Saturday in the championship game. End of the season, tough loss, but uh, still really proud of the team, Zach. All right, so a couple things I took away from the game. First off, awesome that it's on ESPN Plus, you know, we even get to watch the game. First Absolutely, off. That's yeah. What and that's a USL League One game in North Texas. I'm like, hell yeah, I get to watch it. So I was actually watching the whole second half. Watched the first half too, really. So watched the whole game. But the second half I was watching very intently because we obviously gave up a goal. Yeah, we <laughs> were then in the game at that point. We were sure. on the attack mode trying to score because – Man, I was so disheartened. It's I was tough. just like, it's hard. It's always hard watching a soccer team trying to score when it's like the dying minutes because like you're giving it all you got and it's their goalkeeper was just on he fire. Was on second half. Well, I told Andy, I was like, we played the game we wanted, the defensive style, zero zero. We had possession. I'd say probably it was probably eighty to twenty at the end of the first half possession wise, and we had dominated chances. Um, had a couple corners. We looked really good, and so like, and then we came out. And I think I feel like the goal we gave it up, but it was just sort of like a mishap goal. Um, it was not really they like we sort of gave it to them more than they played it out well. Um, and so just sort of disheartened. And at that point, you're playing from behind, and you don't get to play your style of play. So, but uh, the team still looking good. It was a good show. Still good showing. They looked fine. Uh, and like they had good chances. I think we probably out had the high more chances than uh, North Texas. Um, Dallas J looked really good. Uh, obviously, other than the one goal, but uh, he looked great. Lots of saves. Um, I was a little questionable with John Harks. He did make a couple questionable subs here and there, but uh, overall played the played the roster well. Donnelly had a good game. Just uh, couldn't pull it out. Subbed out uh, Omar. Omar, uh, yeah, and Omar looked up. fantastic. Um, yeah, I was, he was making stuff happen. And speaking of, and on all of these players, you just really hope that we have the ability to keep a lot of these, this team together. Um, obviously, I think Dallas J, the Golden Glove winner, is probably going to be gone after this year. Um, somebody's going to want to pick him up. And so hopefully you get but, a good... We might have a guy who comes in next year who played, played tries just to play well. just like him. Um, you know? Ideally, you're going to get like a MLS uh, second tier guy, somebody coming in, that, and like he, he can be a little cheaper than Dallas J. Hopefully, and then also you can pay. Hopefully, we can pay to keep Donnelly around. I like his hold up place he has. Um, I think that improved our offense a lot. So, uh, but optimism for the future. But hope that we can keep the majority of the team together for next year for sure. Um, yeah, super cool having. 
soccer in the having, state. Yeah, upstate soccer, especially having a competitive team like that. Um, in our first year coming out making the championship, that's just fantastic. So, um, with that being said, I th- think we've sort of been on that for a minute. Uh, so we'll head on into the NBA. Uh, we got NBA games starting up tomorrow, Zach. Uh, I think it's Lakers Clippers is the late game, and the early game is New Orleans versus the uh, uh, Raptors. Yep. Defending champs. So um, I'm a happy camper right now. I. I grew up loving college football, but the NBA has completely captivated me in my adulthood. So, tomorrow's opening night, and crazy. You get Lakers-Clippers just like that. They Immediately. Get, give, give the fans what they want. Kawhi versus LeBron and AD. Paul George is sitting out for the Clippers. Clippers are the home team, so you'll get, you know, the season, season ticket holders for the Clippers get the rights yeah. to the game not the laker fans so well, and there's probably gonna be a bunch of clippers fans, yeah it's so. gonna be packed for that uh, uh for lebron initial game and, yeah for you get lebron and ad regular season how they're That's probably gonna try to show out but usually when you get like major combos of stars the first few months or so of the regular season is a little rough there's the chemistry growing period so we'll see and then plus kuzma's out for the lakers boogie's out for the lakers obviously and uh, so Rondo, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Rondo's play. listed, but we'll see. You know, he's actually one of the tougher players. He'll play with, like, hand wraps and stuff on. Yeah. So, I like Rondo. But no Paul George. I'm going to pick the Lakers to win. Uh, I, do, I do like the Lakers. Without Paul George, the Clippers probably going to be a little lackluster. Um, and you probably will still have more. Uh, I, think, I just think you'll have a lot more ability on the Lakers' side to do more. The Kawhi obviously can't defend both LeBron and AD at the same time. So, yeah. Uh, Speaking of uh, injured players, the Pelicans Raptors games and missing players for that matter. You got Kawhi leaving the Raptors, the world champs, to go to the Clippers. Nobody and, really knows what that team's going to be like without him. Yeah, exactly. and they just offered uh, Siakam the max, so he's a max player now, making full money with the extension. I think that's a worthy. Pay. He's I think that's a good crazy long there. athletic like a he has a good Durant future. Type. And then uh, with that, you also got Zion. The news broke today. Six to eight weeks meniscus tear had the surgery. They kept it in house. Did not say a word about this because everyone said everything about what just happened leading up to his career. Are Zion's knees gonna withstand the impact of a repeated jumps in the NBA throughout a regular season, and he hadn't even made it to the regular season Is yet. Is this Dan. the same knee that he had the issues with in college? Because he had the college He had the blowout. The blowout. The shoe, the shoe it blew out. And then he had the injury in summer league, and now there's this one that is now turned into a surgery. It was, I mean, I assume so. And summer league was really only a couple months ago. If you had a knee injury... From me, I've torn meniscus. I've torn everything in my left knee. So, like... If your knee was bothering you then and you tore something, he's probably just being proactive. Even if he didn't have a major injury on court, like he didn't look like he aggravated it at all no. in uh, preseason, which was just a couple weeks ago, and he went off. He was averaging 28 points. But he is the most anticipated player since LeBron. The Everyone wants to see LeBron. There's not one opposing fan base that doesn't want to see LeBron. Same thing with Zion. Everyone wants to see Zion, and now he's out six yeah. to eight weeks. 
The season those starts tickets. tomorrow. They all the people I was that about paid to, for those tickets. Yeah, those tickets are not worth the money they paid for. I was now. about to go see Zion play at Charlotte, but then me and my buddy Sam were like, you know, we're probably not going to go yeah, see the did. Pelicans game because he's not playing. He's not you playing. know, that's yeah, that's, that's the type of effect he has. And I think the numbers. I'm sure. not calling him Greg Oden yet, but let's hope he stays healthy because I he's a great kid. You it's can great, see. and he's local. I just the thing is I think he has the ability to shave off that weight sort of oh, yeah. get himself he's, back he's into the credibility. Out of there. He looks he looks reminiscent of the Charles Barkley clothes where that's Barkley's what, fat, he looks like Barkley's That's fat. what I noticed when I was watching him play in the preseason really was just the uh, he was aggressive and bodying up on people and could do it easily, but it was just like he was definitely bigger than most. Like LeBron went from like Miami Heat LeBron was like playing at two eighty and he's down to like probably like 240 right now he's the slimmest he's ever been and and he's got to do the same thing zion's got to do the same thing yeah get your body in the right shape yeah and it's literally you just he's been probably eating whatever he wants to you know and so you're gonna have to start eating whatever your chef makes you every day (laughs) whatever jordan brand pays for (laughs) so Uh, that's the nba looking at it tomorrow we got a long season, 82 long games. Season. Uh, I'm excited. We'll say I'm excited for the Hawks early uh, going into the season. A lot of young players. Hopefully we can get, get a playoff. Oh, yeah. Hawks team. Hawks got a solid uh, Solid team. So um, and they especially uh, they picked up two players in the draft, though. So I think Cameron Reddish and uh, was uh, from Virginia. You got Deontay, Deontay Hunter. Deontay Hunter, really excited about these two guys. Oh, and they look great Trey Young. Too. Yeah, so really excited about that. Go, go Hawks. Okay, um, speaking of long season, just throw this out here real quick. The World Series is set. The wow. Bryce Harperless Nationals versus the, the Houston Astros. Astros. Why would it not be the Astros? Jose Altuve's playing. The Astros are winning. Oh man, <laughs> I I personally will say as a person who's a little that is a little shorter than most. Shout out Jose Altuve. I love this guy. Just out there, probably smallest man on the field, but plays bigger than all shapes and sizes, all demographics can play baseball. Love it. Um, and also, I am curious. Do you uh heard a lot of people do different takes on it? Do you think that uh Bryce Harper is like a bit salty with the Nationals? Um, and unhappy no. about the situation. I mean, he's probably happy for the boys as individuals, like the ex-teammates. He's probably happy for them. I mean, he would be lying if he's like doesn't feel bad that his team made the World Series the year he left. Yeah, you know? but he's definitely salty. He definitely salty for like him. not paying him, and yeah, he's a mega douche. So I don't know, like. I don't feel bad for Bryce Harper, but like at the same time, man, your team won as soon as you left. Like maybe you What's were that maybe the traveling circus, and maybe maybe you're yeah. He maybe he's not worth all the headache and headlines. I mean, all he is is a big hitting strikeout guy. You know, like that's it. He makes great catches, but so do so many other guys in this league. You know, it's major league baseball. <laughs> major league, that's true. You got to hit for high average and with runners in scoring position and not be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't, I'm not trying to be a hater or anything, but, but the well, Nationals are in the World Series. Yeah, so. and he is not. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfortunate. Um, but that is the World Series. We're set, man. A baseball long season coming to a close. Who cares? Who cares? The Braves lost. Yeah, man. Whatever. <laughs> uh, NFL, guys. We are going to jump right into the NFL. I thought it was a great week in the NFL. I thought it was really interesting. 
Um, I think it's. I did find it funny. Uh, I heard on Dan Leptard to, uh, show today. Stu Gott said he. What he he said. There's only three things you know in the NFL right now. The Patriots are good. The the uh, the Green the Packers are good, and the Dolphins are bad. Those are three things you're aware. <laughs> so of. the 49ers aren't good. The Niners, nine zero win this week but in a downpour winning, winning in ways listen you're talking to me i love it i love the team that can win anyway they need to um but i think we're gonna start at the cowboys last night big game in dallas after a loss to the jets and uh feed zeke they blew out the eagles at home and uh, yeah zeke ate a uh, huge game for him the 22 catches or 22 carries, excuse me, 111 yards, one touchdown. Um, looks really good. The Just going to update real fast because it is going on. Patriots dominating 24-0. Probably going to be at number one in the power rankings still. Oh um, but, yeah, really interesting with that Cowboys Sony game. Sonny Michelle has two touchdowns. Sonny Michelle, two touchdowns. Thank you, Sony. Two helping, rushing touchdowns. That is helping my uh, fantasy team. Oh, my gosh. Um. The Cowboys looked good. Dak looked good. I felt like this game sort of talked about They're a lot healthy. More. They They're got healthy. both their tackles back. I felt like it said a lot about the Eagles personally, too, though. Just like this team seems like it can be discombobulated at any point. In Here's the, the thing the, the Cowboys aren't that good, and they just put it on the Eagles. Really did. So, what's uh, that say about you? Carson Wentz didn't look good. Fumbling ball. There was fumbles, interceptions left and right. Didn't look good for that team. Uh, I'm very curious as to where they go next. Um, Another um, team that's curious about where they go next. Drew Brees has said he's coming to practice next week. He's feeling better, hand feeling good. He's ready, but Teddy Bridgewater but, also feeling good, Zach. But five and zero Teddy. What do you do with a five and zero Teddy? You can put him on the bench. What do you do that's with a healthy tough. Drew Brees? You. Put them on the bench. Put them both in the game. <laughs> That's it. We're playing two and quarterback systems. And then they still have systems. Tyson Hill, so they can put all three, three quarterback systems. I love it. Perfect. Right. Even okay. better. Let's we, okay, so we know what the Saints are going to do. We three quarterbacks. Three quarterback system. They're going to run the – they're winning the Super Bowl with it. It's going to be perfect. Um, the Rams uh, played Atlanta. Jalen Liss. Jalen Liss Rams. Jalen Ramsey Liss Rams. At 37 to 10 win, no, the defense... Jalen is on the Rams. Excuse us. No, sorry. Yeah, You're he exactly just got right. traded to the Rams. Traded to the the Jalen. The Jalen. The Jalen. Yes, yes, the Jalen Rams. <laughs> the Jalen Rams. Um, they win 37 to 10. Flex the defensive muscle this game. Uh, Jalen Ramsey actually was covering. They didn't weren't sure if he was going to play. Ended up playing like early into the first or uh, second quarter. Uh, and. Ended up playing on Holy Julio God. Jones most of the game, and Julio only had thing like sixty yards. Not a huge game for him. Not, not by Julio standards. Exactly, not a Julio standard game. But this um, year for the Atlanta Hawks, and the Atlanta Falcons is not Falcons. a very good standard. They're just not great. Um, Dan Quinn has was asked in the press conference afterwards if he uh, had been like if he was thinking about relinquishing play calling duties a little bit. He said that had already been implemented. Uh, it clearly, I feel like he is sort of already on his way out the door. But Zach, would you be sending him out before the end of the season? Um, if you do that, you gotta sell. I think if you're if you're getting rid of the coach, the record's too bad to turn it around at this point. The players are giving up. Well, they're not giving up per se, 
but you're lo- the message is lost in the he's lost he's lost the locker room. So sure. I say trade players, get assets, find picks, get picks. You can even keep a coach till the end of the year to keep the train rolling. Yeah, you know, and then fire them and do start over. But I think it's time to find Matty Ice's replacement. I think Matt Ryan's showing age, getting over it. The Super Bowl was their ceiling. They should have won. That it. was it. They should have. They were really, up twenty-eight really three. Won that. They were up twenty-eight three. That and was then, your chance. And then, and it's over. Sorry, it that sucks. was as good. As, that's the closest you're gonna get is being up twenty-eight to three in the third. That part. really does. That sucks <laughs> if you're an Atlanta fan. Like, yeah, because that was it. So it's reset time. I think Julio Jones is a Falcon for life, but I mean, if you can trade him. People will trade you two first round picks right now. People definitely People will give you anything for Julio Jones. Two first round picks right now. If imagine Julio Jones goes to the Patriots, they need a receiver. Oh It'd be stupid. Oh um, th- moving to the team that lost Jalen Ramsey, oh the Jalenish Jalen Jalen. I can't do it. We're the Jalen List. Jalen List <laughs> Jags. Uh, go. They actually also flex a defensive muscle. I called uh, it. It was against the Bengals, to be said. Zach did call it, actually. I do remember that. It's going to be terrible. Uh, Bengals against are terrible. Bengals. Bengals are really bad. Uh, you know a fourth thing. You know a fourth thing in the NFL. To actually. add on the Stugats. <laughs> uh, the Bengals are bad, too. That's it. Okay, four things we know in the NFL. Uh, but they win 27-17. Um, and then Eric... I want to point this out. Arizona wins against Danny Dimes. Uh, Danny Dimes hasn't looked great. He's about he's two and four as a starter. Probably should be uh, one and f- one and five. Uh, the, the Washington game that they should have lost probably. But Arizona now a five hundred team. Zach, how about that? Kyler Murray has looked pretty good. He's not turning the ball over. He's Winning games. They're running the ball well. Uh, Edmonds. Not David Johnson Chase, either. No, not David Johnson. Chase Edmonds had huge game. Two touchdowns yesterday. Big time for him. Um, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury impressing me out there. I don't know. I did not think this was going to happen. Honestly. I mean, with all the rule changes, the college coaches are probably going to do well. Coming around. Lincoln Riley. Speaking about offenses doing well. You like that? Do you like that? You like that? <laughs> Kirk Cousins. First quarterback ever, three games in a row, 300 yards, 130 QBR passer rating, whatever you want to call it, doesn't matter. First time's ever been done in NFL history. It's falling out, man. Ten touchdowns, one interception in the last three games. All you need is your whole team and fan base in the country to call you out. And, then... and he's like, oh, my God, you're right, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah, whoops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot we were playing football. Yeah, uh, so Kirk Cousins, there you go. Another huge uh, stat coming out of that. Two huge records on each side. Matthew Stafford is the is the fastest quarterback to get to 40,000 yards in his career. Um, that's crazy. Uh, you said the dogs. You, go dogs. <laughs> uh, you, you did. It's crazy. You said it earlier. Uh, Matthew Stafford really hasn't won much. They've been to the playoffs one time with him, I think, and they didn't get that win. He had Megatron early in the career, but uh, obviously he's Megatron a great video him. game quarterback. Like, if I was like just randomly assigned Matt Stafford, I'd be like, all right. And do but you, then, <laughs> do you think Matt Matt Stafford could be a beneficiary if he was at a better organization than the Detroit Lions? No offense to the Lions. 
he's been there so long. How and have you not put one like pretty good team? Right. You know, like yeah, he's been there fair. going on ten years. That's right? fair. Not, he's been there about ten years. They brought, they've never had a running game. I always try to defend the man because I think yeah, he's Reggie a great Bush, quarterback. He, I mean, but he are, he's always had. He hasn't had a great running. He hasn't had a great years. running game. But you think Saquon Barkley is going to make the Detroit Lions that much better? Like you put Saquon. <laughs> Saquon and Megatron. And... He could have Megatron stuck around for a little longer. Oh man. Oh man. Poor poor, poor Matthew Stafford, guys. Let's just a little sad face for him. Yeah. But speaking of sad faces, the Texans. Womp womp womp. Lose to the Colts. Divisional loss, so it's a little bit of a big time loss there. Unfortunate for the team coming off a big win in in the Kansas City last week. Is that a big win though? Kansas City's Kansas City's beat up and don't have their quarterback. They lost their quarterback. Kenny Mahomes goes out. They're saying two, three weeks, maybe. We're not sure, but uh, you never know with the knee injury. Like it is, uh, I think it was a dislocated uh, uh, kneecap. So I'm gonna segue off that. So uh, the reigning MVP goes down and up from the depths rises. Aaron Rodgers. Let's go, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Five touchdowns through the air, another one on the rushing. One, another oh, on the man. ground. Perfect passer rating if someone didn't drop a football or <laughs> drop a pass. So that you got the crazy. You got the six and one <laughs> Packers, man. The flu and the Rodgers looking good together. Yeah, they're wow. looking like they hate each other, right? The, they just, uh, that y'all were talking about. I thought they didn't like each other initially. But Aaron Rodgers throws for five touchdowns. He's like anybody. He's happy now. He's, yeah. a, he's happy again. 49ers, 6-0, like we said, in the rain. In your rain. Uh, not an impressive game, but like undefeated. I mean, it's impressive to stay undefeated. Yeah. You are winning, and it was against... Uh, I mean, it was against Washington. Yeah. So. But the longer you stay undefeated in the NFL, the more real you are. Sl- that was a sloppy game. Really, really sloppy. Like, pools of water on that field. You saw it. There was a Richard Sherman for Washington, for not Washington, for, for 49ers, 49ers had a quote. And he was like, my whole team was jumping in the water and sliding, and they told me to come on. And he's like, nah, I'm, a, I'm that. taking a business decision. <laughs> I, I'm I'm healthy right now. I'm not going to get hurt. I'm, I'm just going to walk slowly over to the sideline. <laughs> <laughs> Respect. That's uh, funny. Richard Sherman's a good quote. Uh, the last other game, I'd like to update it. The Bills <laughs> Mafia. Let's go, Mafia! Tables everywhere. Tables all broken. Watch your fat fucking backs table. Beware. For you. Beware. <laughs> Um, listen, guys, Josh Allen balling out two touchdowns, 200 yards, went, missed 10 passes to 16 for 26. This man's balling. Defense. At 32 yards rushing, up. defense shows up as always. Let's go Bills Mafia. I know who's number three in the power rankings. Shout out Bills Mafia. By the way, check us out on Twitter. Moody Twitter. underscore Schwartz Power Rankings yeah. will be posted. We this will week. post those. Now, uh, probably post them tomorrow, guys. We've been lo- just releasing them Tuesday. Always waiting for the uh, Monday night game to finish up, obviously. Um, but I think that's all we got in the NFL. Any big games we got next week, Zach? You aware of? Uh, not off the top of my head. I'll probably look out here in a minute and let you know anything. But let's just move it on. We'll to college, move on man. to college while Zach's checking that out. If he gets anything, we'll update you with that at the end of the podcast. Um, but we'll hop into college football, ACC. Uh, there wasn't a lot of big games. Obviously, the only big uh, ranked team left, Clemson. They went at four, forty-five to ten at Louisville. Trevor Lawrence. Uh, had, threw two more picks. That's 11 interceptions on the season, leading the ACC. 
that is a stat that a lot of people would blow up. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, I just think it's the fact that teams are probably focusing in a lot more on Clemson every time they're playing them right now. Um, yeah, every team brings their A game. And then uh, and Clemson's still winning by 35. Yeah. Just like next good. week, they're predicted to win the Lions 34 and a half against Boston College. I watched the game. The beginning of the Louisville game was a crap show. They literally was they like, look great it was turnover, early. turnover, turnover, turnover. There was like five turnovers between the teams and not that long of amount of time. Like, so I did feel I felt I did feel like Clemson was forcing the ball passing a little too much. I thought they were for sort of forgot about ETN at some point. I felt like they were should have ran the ball a little more. Probably could have prevented a couple of those, one of those, two, both those interceptions. I mean, definitely at first, like ETM um, broke loose. He almost had 200 yards so. on touchdown, but. Trevor Lawrence still threw it 30 times. 30 times you know? against Louisville at some point. And, like, that's Trevor Lawrence doing that before getting pulled. Probably he typically pulled in the third. Trevor period. Lawrence so. runs like a madman, too. He tries to break tackles on linebackers. He's 6'5 and, like, 220, 230. He's, he's stout. But these linebackers, 240. He seems out of his out of his game a bit. He's, more he can season. run, but he doesn't know how to get down. And he gets tackled every time, and it's awkward Big. because he's so long. Yeah, you know, so like, I haven't seen him get hit flush yet. He bounces up quick, but uh, man, he's running. He's taking too many hits for me. Yeah, in the running game, when you have Absolutely. running when back have by running committee back, back there. Yeah, like, ETN. I mean, honestly, ETN is, is a committee himself. So like, you should probably just hand it to that. He's an more. NFL back. I he, think. He's absolutely. He's a three down NFL back. Um, I think he's a solid, solid first rounder potential. Um, mm-hmm. if he keeps it up. Virginia Tech, I uh, want to mention their game against UNC, went into overtime. They got up to the five overtimes, and now we implement the rule. I've never There's heard a this new rule. So last year they had the game LSU A&M, or not LSU, yeah, LSU A&M, that went like eight overtimes, took forever. So they changed the rule, and now when you get to the fifth overtimes, both teams have to automatically go for two-point conversions. And that's not saying they have to get a touchdown and go for two-point conversions. They literally they start just go for two-point conversions. So what is that on, like the three or five-yard line? You're doing that line? from like the five-yard line. That's cool. It's crazy. And you, Virginia Tech beat UNC with the the first time of that uh, style of uh, overtime being implemented, six Crazy. overtimes, just, just longest game in ACC history. Longest game in ACC history. That's the second. It's crazy. In two years, we've seen two of the longest games in like the sports history with the multiple overtimes that much. Um, and the only other thing I really wanted to mention, uh, we actually sort of got a little deeper into it from what I thought initially. Uh, I wanted to talk about Miami and their struggles seeming. Do we think Miami is a rebuild program? Are they just, like, should be reloading? Should Manny Diaz be more ahead of where they are? I'm curious because I feel like they're they're a team that's behind schedule. If they're rebuilding, they've been rebuilding since, like, the early 2000s. Well, it's also, (laughs) you look at the recruiting classes, they're in the top ten the past three years. you got to be building this talent at this point. you got to be showing something. Yeah, your team's there. So I actually, should we talk? You want to talk about the rankings now, or do you want to talk about the rankings later? Because we're going to talk about the AP poll. Okay, I'm just going to go Let's ahead. just go ahead. All right, Clemson got dropped from number three to number four, which 
that I'm not mad about the drop. I'm just mad that you're dropping Clemson from three to four because of schedule and who we're playing in the ACC, which I'm going to agree with you that the ACC is bad. I have a list in front of me I'm about to read. No, that sounds frustrating. If if Clemson's dropping from three to four, why is LSU not moving from two to one when they have two top ten victories on the year and Alabama's best win is Dukes? And Bama Bama lost to them. We'll mention that. And they've lost to it. We'll talk that later, but, uh, You don't even have... You're dropping Clemson because their quarterback's playing bad, and you're leaving Bama at number one, and they don't even have their quarterback. So that's what I'm saying. How are you not putting LSU at one, and how are you dropping Clemson? But to add to everyone's case that the ACC's terrible, (laughs) there are 14 teams in the ACC, and I am baffled at the bottom seven programs. It's confusing. I'm going to read you... The worst seven teams in ACC, starting with the best of the worst. Louisville, Florida State, North Carolina, North Carolina State, Miami, Georgia Tech, and then preseason ranked Syracuse are the worst seven teams in ACC. Those are traditional power, not powerhouses, but good football programs. Powerhouses, I was Florida State powerhouse. UNC used to be a powerhouse back in the early 2000s. Louisville Uh, has been ranked Louisville used to be a powerhouse when Lamar was there. Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Um, And then also, yeah, Miami definitely is somebody. Miami's one of those teams that's always, that has only been the ACC championship one time, but also feels like a team that should be there every year. Which is strange to me. Um, but yeah, I am right there with you. Uh, that I'm just sort of, shaking that my scream, head. It right does now. scream that. I mean, I understand where people come at, out with that, that as far as them not being playing, but I agree that the AP poll shows a favoritism towards Bama. If you're going to drop Clemson, you got to drop Bama along with them. If you're not going to drop Bama, you got to keep Clemson number one or two up there with them. That's just the facts of it. That's what I'm saying. How are we winning by 35 points and dropping each one? you got to have congruency across the whole ranking system, and that's why I'm I'm really just excited to get the college football playoff rankings and just those initial ranking releases because I think that's when you start talking about the number next people's names. Um, So, but yeah, with that being said, we'll go ahead and move on. I'm aggravated. Sorry, Zach. I'm so moody right now. (laughs) We're here. We're moody. It is the more very moody sports podcast, and we're showing you how we feel. The damn AP poll. The damn, it makes you angry, dude. I used to feel, I used to have the frustrations with it until the college football playoff was invented. Then I was like, now we can just ignore it. Absolutely, <laughs> I don't even pay attention anymore. Uh, Big Twelve. Uh, there was only not a lot of big games. Oklahoma. Uh, won 52 to fourteen against West Virginia. I'm believing in that defense a little more. Baylor stayed undefeated seven to seven and zero. Beat Oklahoma State forty five twenty seven on the road. That's impressive for me, Zach. Uh, I, I don't know about you, but I think the Baylor team may be a little bit serious. A little bit serious. A little bit serious. A little bit. Why so serious? Why so serious? <laughs> Uh, and then Texas nearly lost to Kansas. I love the fact that uh, Mad Hatters has Kansas playing big-time football against big-time programs. That's awesome. I'm concerned that Texas gives up 48 points in regulation. It's concerning how bad that defense really is. 24 points in the fourth quarter? It's a good thing they scored 26 points in the fourth quarter. That's what Sam Elgier does. He <laughs> makes up for his bad defense. And um, Texas' only two losses are LSU and... LSU and Oklahoma yeah, so far. Uh, yeah, that's it. Of a rivalry. Um, so, yeah, I think 
I think Texas is a very serious team overall, but uh, I still think the defense is questionable. At yeah, least. for sure. Um, the big game for the Big Twelve next week: Oklahoma State or Oklahoma's on the road at Kansas State. Don't think that's going to be a big rough take game for them or anything. Probably going to handle them well. And then Baylor, got to watch out for that bye. Baylor, don't let it. Yeah, get don't you. trip on the. Don't bye. trip over on the bye. Most teams win the. Most bye. teams come out of the bye undefeated. We'll see how Baylor does against it. Uh, Big Ten guys, there's a lot to talk about with the Big Ten. Um, a lot of big games, a lot of good teams with the Big Ten. Ohio State on Friday beat Northwestern 52 to three on the road. Continued what they've been doing the whole time. Still convinced they should probably be number one in the country. I really like them as far as how they've won each each week. Uh, Minnesota stayed unde- undefeated, 42 uh, to seven in the win. Looked really good. Um, Minnesota has a game at home against Maryland next week, and then they start playing into the big games as far as like the Wisconsin's and stuff of that nature. Uh, Penn State hosted Michigan wideout game day. I do want to talk a little bit about this game with you, Zach. Get your take on uh, Harbaugh and just sort of, we probably talked about this three or four times this year because they always have these big games and they never win them apparently, but uh, Penn State wins 28-21. Um, and it didn't, I thought, I think the game, the score is a lot closer than what it, what it says. Like, I think Penn State was dominant most of the game and then Michigan started to come back towards the end of it. Um, but I just think Harbaugh's going to lose to OSU this year. And at that point he's lost to pretty much everybody he shouldn't have this year. And I don't know if he's going to keep his job, Zach. I don't know, man. It's weird to me. Do you fire him, or do you just let him stay there for program like uh, notoriety? I mean, his program notoriety keeps you in the news, but at the same time, you got to win, man. Like, It's not even the fact that like you're not in the playoffs. It's the fact that like, you can't even go on the road and beat Penn State when, like, you should have you were taught you chose you were picked to win the but let's talk about Penn State James Franklin and Penn State there's first off great first off just talk about the turnaround with Franklin with the whole program like he's pretty much I'm not gonna say anyone's forgotten about Penn State scandal but I mean he's definitely the new chapter but he's he's turned the page from that for sure yeah like when I think Penn State right now I think Saquon like, that's what I think. I, I'm like, Saquon Barkley was awesome. I think Trace McShorley and James Franklin both. Really. All right, so I got to be honest. I tweeted out, for those who follow us, had a dream last night, man. Yeah. Clemson beat Penn State 40-something to zero in a football game. So I'm just going to go ahead and jump from A to Z and say that is deja vu in the making, and Penn State's going to go undefeated and play Clemson in the playoff and get waxed. Okay, that's a big bold prediction. They got. Hey, it's a dream. They still got. I had a dream. They got to get. I mean, you had a dream. They got. We'll, we'll see what Ohio this is State. Divine. We'll see what Ohio State in the horseshoe has to say about your dream. Um, <laughs> we will see. That's gonna be a tough one. Um, the only other big game in the Big Ten, Wisconsin, goes to Champaign, Iowa. Shout out. Lovey Smith, he's out there, big old beard, doing his thing. And they get the, Illinois gets the win 24-23 on the last minute, last second field goal. How about them apples, Zach? Um, 
you shouldn't even be that close. It shouldn't be that close. If Wisconsin, like, oh my gosh. Jonathan Taylor fumbled the ball, and that gave them the last second touchdown to tie it up or bring it within within a field goal. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. That's huge, especially now. Uh, big games for next week of Big Ten. Uh, number one of all of them, Wisconsin going to Ohio State. This could lead potentially to a one-loss Wisconsin losing to Ohio State and then going to the Big Ten Championship and beating Ohio State, giving a two-loss Wisconsin Big Ten Championship. And then no one from the Big Ten goes. And nobody from the Big Ten goes. That sounds awesome. How These are the things... Except undefeated Minnesota beats both of them. (laughs) Watch out undefeated Minnesota. These are the things that are starting to shape up. I'm excited getting into the end of the season. It's going to be Minnesota-Penn State in the Big Ten Championship. That sounds like a good Big Ten Championship. I would love it. Uh, other notable games, Notre Dame on the road against Michigan. Michigan favored by one point that game. Uh, Minnesota hosting Maryland and Penn State on the road at Michigan State. Uh, Pac-12, Washington lost to Oregon. Oregon now right back into that playoff conversation. I definitely think it's it a great game. It is a great game. They looked really good. The defense is impressive. Um, they, they shut down the Washington offense in the fourth quarter for sure. Um, but yeah, I think I think Oregon is uh, has a good strong chance to go to the playoff. Not point. only loss is Auburn. It's the only loss being Auburn, and if Auburn Auburn, Auburn can get into team. the playoff, Auburn can make the play. If Auburn makes the playoff, Oregon's got to be in the playoff probably. That's just like oh how I see. Gosh. Um, Utah beats Arizona State. Uh, poor Herm, twenty-one to three loss. It was a rainy game, and uh, but yeah, man. I still think Arizona State has a lot ahead of them for the season. I mean, when's the last time but, we talked about them being ranked week to week? But we pretty much have now summed up the Pac-12 champ- uh, championship will most likely be Oregon versus Utah unless there's some mass chaos. Um, so we'll see. Uh, we're not not close near that at all, but it's fun. It's not exciting knowing that. Um, into the SEC. There are not a lot of big games that happen, but a lot of rain running through the southeast. So a lot of nasty it rain. It poured on Saturday. Games. Florida, South Carolina, pouring rain, sloppy game, a high score. First play, Flea Flicker. Flea Flicker, South, South Carolina. Carolina. Ryan Holinsky back after a knee injury. Uh, Florida looked really uh, – South Carolina looked good, but Florida outlasts them eventually pulling away. Florida's a good team. We'll say – a lot. There's two or three questionable refing calls. And I know I, as a Georgia fan, you got to play around the refs, man. Whatever they do, you just got to ignore and move on. But, like, there was two calls where it was blatantly obvious and they should have did not have uh, – they should have thrown flags on Florida. Um, but they did it. It is what it is. Um, Bama beat Tennessee. But in a major story, as I mentioned earlier, Tua goes down, high ankle sprain, had Tommy John surgery on the opposite ankle from last year, um, out two to three weeks. They're saying he'll be back for, after for the LSU game. But if you ask what me, what if he comes back hurt? That's what and they I was knock about him right back you out. Ask me, it sounds like they're trying to rush him back a bit. If you're just guaranteeing him being back for LSU, it sounds like you're gonna rush him back a bit. So we'll watch what happens with that. They got Arkansas and then a bye week. Um, Mizzou down goes down to Vandy. Big story this one just because is the last SEC team in the East that didn't have a conference loss. Now all have one. Let's go, dogs.
Um, and the dogs able to keep their bounce back after a loss to Kentucky. Really nasty rainy game, like I mentioned. Um, it was 0-0 at halftime. I was unhappy, but it's hard to throw the ball, so we came out second half, threw the ball one time, ran the ball probably about 40 times, won 21-0. Nice, solid, very happy with it. Last, looked good. yeah, Georgia back in the W. That's nice. Need it. And then last game of the SEC was LSU beat Mississippi State. Joe Burrow, he's my Heisman winner right now. Really? I think so. I mean, he's so he's he's so good, man. He it's crazy to me because he is literally a different quarterback from last year. Last year he was a Sam Ellinger type where he's going to run the ball more. But that's what that next year in college plays, does. And then. Bam, this year, it's what Joe... 327 for a touchdown. This is what Joe Brady, a passing coordinator, does. I think this is what you're going to start seeing from a lot of teams that struggle passing the ball, is they're going to start bringing in passing coordinators to help coordinate with the running game. Because a lot of teams out there can run a ball. Mm-hmm. But can you throw the ball deep like Joe, like Joe Burrow right now? Nobody can. Nope. And that's, so. that's what makes the... The end of this SEC schedule, awesome. Oh, dude, it's, we're it's about to unfold. It. We're in the thick of what is what is the SEC West uh, com, uh, division, and it's it really is one of my to some of my favorite times in college football. Thick sure. stuff. The thick stuff. Um, so Auburn, Auburn, what about them? At LSU. Oh man, huge games next week. Huge yeah. games. Yeah. So you got Auburn number nine, LSU next week, and then. Bama, Arkansas, you said no to us. So that's that's that's, a, that's the only thing. Watch it, no to Um, I think a lot of the SEC East teams are going on by. Um, Georgia's on by. Florida's on by. We're gonna see them in two weeks in uh, Jacksonville, but we'll talk about that next week. We're gonna uh, talk about the most important thing that happened. There's really week. just one other thing we need to get to, and it was Dan priceless. is a genius. Everyone, guys, so, I, it's a it's a blessing. I'll give you some backstory real quick. So. <laughs> We have a Twitter account. Me and Dan both have access. So you never know which it's, – it's one of the two of us retweeting or tweeting everything. Usually, depending on what's said, you can depict if it's me or Dan. <laughs> if it's Clemson-related, me getting mad at the polls, it's usually <laughs> – it's pretty easy to tell it's me. But uh, Dan randomly tweeted – and we don't know everything that goes out. So I had no idea Dan tweeted this at the time. BYU is going to upset <laughs> – Boise State. This it was just a guess. He just replies to this random account. Random account. Upset of the question week. out there. Who's the upset? Of, who's going to lo- undefeated team that was going to lose? Dan harmlessly replies, "BYU's going to get the win." So the one thing Dan didn't realize, he pissed off the whole state of Idaho. Didn't realize <laughs> all of Idaho was off that day and just had time to attack me. Our, we have never had as many interactions as we had with Dan predicting a Boise State loss. And these are hateful. They are hateful. very angry. Hateful. Have you ever seen college football games before? Stuff of that nature. Told us we lost all credibility. Yes. What little credibility we have. Which, what happened, Dan? What, um, Did we become a little bit more uh, credible? I feel like my, some credibility was built on our half and some lost on their half. Yeah, because Dan predicted the 7-0 and Boise State Broncos losing it. And they lost. And they lost. So, uh, we look like geniuses. Dan is the real genius. It was so I'm just fun. benefiting. Guys, I'll tell you what. It was fun, though. We did a little trolling. To trolling, but being up late at night. I was sitting up at 2 a.m. watching this game. Felt like I was chasing some sort of win. It was great. And now, so fun. that leads us into 
the new segment. Every week. Dan's Lock of the Week. All right, guys. So in my Lock of the Week this week, I am going to go a little bit bigger out there. Uh, I'm going to choose Washington State. They're on the road at Oregon. I think they're going to upset the Ducks after the Ducks have a tough road win Quack. in Washington. <laughs> and oh, man. It is Dan's Lock of the Week, but we're going to see what if Zach has one for us, too. All right, real quick, Dan. What's your favorite type of duck? You got you know any specific ones? I know mallard. That's all I got. Mallard's my favorite. Mallards are cool. It sounds I, very proper. I used very to live of some sort. I used to live on Mallard Way or something like that. Shout uh, out in college. That was awesome, Mallard. But uh, that's my favorite duck. Great duck. My lock of the week. <sighs> One wishy washy team. I really don't like them. Maryland. Oh boy. Another undefeated team going down. They're going to beat Minnesota. Maryland right. had some huge scoring outputs beginning of the season. They had some bad losses. But the last two weeks, they've been two losses. But they've been getting back on track offensively. Okay. So, I'm predicting it comes together. 48-something points Ooh. by Maryland in a win against Minnesota. Minnesota scores in the 20s. It's a good Gophers defense, though. We'll see. I, I like it. I like it. And, and like, they're getting burned because they're looking ahead the next week. Oh, that's true. And now they're in the revolving door of the top 20. Yes. So, so I, you know, it's it's very dangerous out there, especially when Dan's calling your shots if you're going to win or lose because it's pretty much a lock. It's actually the lock of the week. Lock of the week. So, so we need like a key and lock sound. Key like, and lock. Like that's I, that's not guys, we're <laughs> coming at y'all with sounds in the next few podcast episodes. I oh promise. yeah, uh, production cost. You know, we're we we're out. We're, we're trying to make it, but we're gonna get. We're gonna keep adding to it, guys. We appreciate y'all sticking along with us. It's been fun. Um, y'all enjoy your week. Enjoy the coming college football week. Uh, the NBA. NBA coming up, guys. Y'all have fun. And the World Series. The World Series. Uh, if you're an Astros fan, go Stros. If you're a National fans, go National. Who are you pulling for? The little man? I don't care, man. The Braves <laughs> lost, man. Who cares? On that note. We'll talk to y'all next week. Thanks, Moody guys. Moody Sports, we're out. Thanks for listening to the Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Follow us on Twitter at Moody underscore sports, M-O-O-D-Y underscore sports, and follow us on Spotify at The Very Moody Sports Show.